You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast here on this Throwback Thursday. I'm your host, Jeff Garth. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's episode. On today's episode, we are going to talk about just how many outs the Reds made on Wednesday night. We're also going to do a throwback segment. I'm going to look at Big Clue. The guy we have not talked about yet uh, since I started the whole Throwback Thursday thing way back when we first started this season. Well, even going so far back into the offseason. But we're going to talk about Big Clue. And I'm also going to get to the Pirates announcers that I had teased I'd talked about on yesterday's episode. But before we get to that, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and the Himalaya Podcasting app. Also, check out Twitter at LockedOnReds and at Jeff Carr, where we continue the conversation each and every day. And then head on over to LockedOnReds.com. Also, make sure you have the Locked On Reds line plugged into your phone. That's 513-549-0159. Didn't get any more responses. Look, looking for some responses here, guys. I'm, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your answers as to the players that you would hate to see traded this season as we get closer and closer to that trade deadline. So I want to hear from you. 513 Five nine. Leave me a voicemail. The good ones will make it onto the podcast. And a quick thank you to Hotels.com and Blue Chew. We'll get to those later on in the show. Wednesday night, the Reds made exactly zero outs. They also had zero hits. And they also scored zero runs. But they gave up. No runs. Okay, I'm just kidding. The Reds didn't have a game. It got postponed. There was a long rain delay, and they just decided to push the game back to a later date. There was no makeup date announced at the time of the postponement. So that leaves the Reds an opportunity to sweep the series Thursday afternoon. And today, today at 1.15 Eastern time is the slated start time. We'll see if the weather holds up. There may be a delay or something like that. But that affords me a podcast to just kind of catch up a little bit. Some topics that have been floating around the cosmos that is Red's country. And I want to start off, we'll get the Throwback Thursday here in a bit. I want to start off with something that made its rounds on social media and so this may be a little bit late to the party as far as discussing this is concerned, but the Pirates announcers were at it again. And this was on Tuesday that they did this. The Atlanta Braves were facing the Pittsburgh Pirates, and Ronald Acuna Jr. was in the batter's box, and he got plunked by a Pirates pitcher. 
And it didn't look intentional. This is one that I can actually say it, it looked incidental. But as he was trying to dodge the pitch and he, you know, tried to turn away from it, his gold chain slid out of his jersey. And it's just out there for everybody to see. And I think that triggered the Pirates announcers. I think they were triggered by this because then the guy, the one analyst on their broadcast, chimed in and he said, Well, you know, back in my day, uh, guys didn't wear the jewelry and stuff like that. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that's intentional or nothing, but, you know, you know, flashy and all this other stuff. <laughs> so he said it without saying it. He, you know, he essentially said, and maybe I'm putting words in his mouth, but I don't care. He's a Pirates announcer. I don't give him the benefit of the doubt. It sounded like what he was saying was he deserved to be hit because he was wearing shiny things. Which is just, I, can the Pirates announcers put their foot in their mouth any more than they already have? They're really good at this whole let the kids play thing because, well, I think the uh, mantra should be let the kids play unless they play like kids. Or at least that's what some of these guys are making it out to be. Because they're, they're, I, 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 don't know, I don't know what they want out of baseball. I don't know what they're watching. I don't know what they're trying to promote as a product. But it's not the game that is happening on the field today. They're sitting here right back in my day. Back, back, back when the good old days of baseball. Today's not the good old days. The good old days are in the past. Like, okay. Mo Egger posed the question on Twitter, and it's a valid question. What other sport do we hear people talk about the good old days more? You, uh, you really don't hear football broadcasters on the Sunday afternoon game talking about, well, you know, back in my day. Back when they didn't wear helmets. Back when the padding was just thin and light and, you know, guys got hurt every time they got hit. That's when you really saw football, you know. You got these guys on broadcast and people talking about baseball like, oh, they don't know what they're doing nowadays. It ain't baseball like it used to be. Baseball was good back then. That's what they're saying. Whether or not they're saying it, that's what they're saying. And it's just ridiculous. And I don't know. I mean, if the Pirates announcers keep doing stuff like this, I'm just going to have a segment where I'm like, today in asinine remarks by Pirates broadcasters. I don't know. Something like that. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, I'm going to move past that. That's just something I wanted to get off my chest, something I've been thinking about there. And, and maybe segue into a little bit of something. And this is a question. Tomorrow, for Phone It and Friday, I've got Mo Egger with me on the show, and I ask him this as well, and I ask you this, and maybe we'll add this. You know, this is something you can call the Locked On Reds line at 513-549-0159, and that is, do you consider the Reds' biggest rivals to be the Cardinals anymore? Do you, or maybe that's not the right way to phrase that. Do you, as a Reds fan, which team do you hate more? Do you hate the Cardinals or do you hate the Pirates more? And we both agreed that one of the reasons that most Reds fans would say that they hate the Cardinals, if you strip it down to its core, you hate the Cardinals because 
there for a while, the Cardinals were what the Reds weren't. The Cardinals were what the Reds aspired to be. And we thought that they were close. We thought that they were going to make it there. But instead, it just never could catch up to where the Cardinals continue to play. The Pirates, on the other hand, are just lunkheads. I mean, that's the nice way of saying it, obviously. I'm going to try and keep it PG-13. You know me. But they're jerks. And it's easy to hate a team like that. It's easy to hate a team that's led by Clint Hurdle. So I don't know. Give me a call, 513-549-0159. Let me know what you think. Maybe I'm off base with this, but I want to hear from you there. Real quick, let's talk about a couple of ads. Blue Chew. Guys, let's talk about sex for just a moment. Blue Chew is the first chewable with the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, but it comes in a chewable form, which means it works quicker. And if you want that performance boost, you can get it from Blue Chew. You just go to bluechew.com, enter promo code MLB for your first order free. That's right, free. Okay, there's $5 in shipping that you have to pay, but your first order is free when you put in promo code MLB. You go to bluechew.com. That's B-L-U-E chew.com. There's no awkward in-office doctor visits. You're not sitting there having an awkward conversation with somebody giving you the stink eye the whole time. This is done completely online. And you enter that promo code MLB. You get your first free shipment. B-L-U-E chew.com. Blue Chew is the cheaper, better, faster choice. And I thank them for sponsoring the Lockdown Reds podcast today. It's summertime, man. I mean, we got baseball going on. And of course, you know, whatever the official first day of summer hasn't come just quite yet. But it's warm outside. And you want to get out. You want to get away. You want to get on a vacation. You see your buddy doing it. You look on social media and you're hate liking his pictures from his trip to the beach. Well, you know what? Check out Hotels.com. You can find your own beach and post your own hate-likable photos on social media, if that's what you really want to do. I'm not kind of into that sort of thing, but I did book my next trip through Hotels.com. They've got great rates, great rewards. Check them out, Hotels.com. We are back into the Throwback Thursday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. As I teased in the first part, we're going to bring back a little bit of Throwback Thursday. Now, it's not the whole episode like it was in the offseason, but I did want to talk for a minute about a Reds great, and I mentioned in the offseason, what I do with Throwback Thursday is this. Most everybody knows what's up when it comes to the annals of Reds history, or at least When it comes to the Big Red Machine, the 1990 team, and then, you know, the last couple of decades. Pretty easy to remember that sort of thing. I'm looking at Red's history outside of that because, well, as we all know, this is the 150th year of our favorite Cincinnati Red Stockings baseball team. And there's been a lot more going on than just a couple of decades of really awesome stuff. And today I want to look at a guy, now maybe some of you know him, or at least know of 
him. Not you may not know him personally. If you know him personally, then that is cool and you are cool too. But Ted Klazuski, the big clue, the man who made home red hitting cool back in the fifties, made it cool to cut off the sleeves of your jersey because if you just have massive biceps like he did, I mean I don't I don't really know what that would be like. That'd be awesome. Just man, my arms are too big. I gotta cut these sleeves off. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine, and some of you, maybe some of you can, and I'm jealous of you if you do, but you're like, man, I got to cut off the sleeves of this shirt. My muscles are just too big. That's the way he was. For four years, he averaged 43 home runs from 1953 to 1957. He averaged 43 home runs a season, and he was crushing them. In fact, uh, One of the awesome things that I found looking up Big Clue is whenever he had graduated college, he went to the University of Indiana. He was a part of the football team and the baseball team. He was actually more recruited for football because he was a big dude, obviously. You name Big Clue and you cut off your sleeves because your biceps are too big. You're a big guy. But he led the football team. That was the only undefeated season ever in Hoosiers football. It's the only season ever that the University of Indiana won an outright Big Ten title. Big Clue knew what he was doing on a football field. In fact, there were some that surmised that had World War II not happen, he might have played football and never played baseball. But because there there was some rule back then that Major League Baseball teams couldn't do their spring training in the South, and I'm not real sure why, If whoever knows more, maybe Doug Gray. I know Doug Gray knows a lot more than I do about most things, pertaining to baseball anyway. But if someone can explain why this was a thing to me, Major League Baseball teams back then could not have their spring training in the South. So the Reds had their spring training at the campus of the University of Indiana. They gave Big Clue a bat. And they said, you know, take a couple hacks. Let's see what you got. You're a big dude. You look like you could probably handle yourself on a baseball field. And sure enough, according to the story, he cracks like five huge long balls that clear this mound that's like 400 feet away from where they were hitting on the field. And the Reds offer him a $15,000 contract right then and there. They're like, we got to get this guy on the team. And the rest is history. You know, it, 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 it kind of stunk that he ran into some back problems in the 1957 season because that really sapped what could have been a Hall of Fame career. There are a lot of people that surmise that, you know, if he put together another four or five years of what he did between 1953 and 1957, that he would be in the Hall of Fame right now. Not just the Reds Hall of Fame, but the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Because he was an awesome dude for those four years. He was one of the most feared hitters. In fact, I was looking it up, and he finished second in MVP voting in 1954, which he led the National League with 49 homers, and he had a 326 batting average. And for all of you freaks out there that love the ribeye steak, he had 141 RBIs, which was first in the National League for 1954, 
And he finished second in MVP voting because, well, there was this guy by the name of Willie Mays who was playing baseball back then. He was pretty good, I think. I, I, I think I remember hearing about him a little bit. But Big Clue was just awesome. Go look him up for a little bit more. But that's, that's kind of the thing. I really wanted to talk about that story with him and, and how the Reds found him. You don't hear about stuff like that nowadays because, well, you got the draft, you've got all the scouts, all that other stuff. Just doesn't happen that way anymore. But uh, who knows? Maybe one day I'll get to the point where I got to cut shirt, cut sleeves off of a t-shirt because my arms can't fit in them. Anyway, on that note, we're going to end today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Throwback Thursday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr. Make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast on all your many podcasting platforms. Check us out on social media at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three S. Head on over to LockedOnReds.com for even more content. And hit us up on the Locked On Reds line at 513-549-0159. Couple of questions for you. Which player, if the Reds were to trade him, would you hate to see them trade the most? as the trade deadline nears. And then also, who do you hate more as a Reds fan, the Cardinals or the Pirates? I want to hear from you. Give me a call, 513-549-0159. As I mentioned earlier, tomorrow's podcast, I've got Mo Egger back in the studio, and he earns the first ever title handed out by the Locked On Reds podcast. Tune in to find out what that is. My name is Jeff Carr. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.